0: Radio.org.au Q&A with Archbishop Julian Porteus Welcome back, faithful Cradio listeners, and you are here with myself, Javina Graham. And myself, Jeremy Ambrose. And you're welcomed to a new segment in Cradio. This one's called QA with Archbishop Julian. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason being that Bishop Julian Portius will no longer be Auxiliary Bishop of Sydney, he is now Archbishop of Hobart. Excited, you, eh? This is very I'm um, stunned. Your Grace which is what I will call you now, Your Grace. I know many of us found out when Rome announced it, but how on earth do you find out that you're going to be made an Archbishop of another diocese?
1: Well, there's a little interesting story connected with that. I was busy here preparing to to go to um, South America, to go to recently to Fortaleza in the north of Brazil, and then on to Rio de Janeiro for the um, for the World Youth Day and. Um, I was to leave on the early on the Monday morning, and on f- Friday morning at about half past nine in the morning, I had a phone call from the Apostolic Nuncio in Canberra, and uh, he um, said to me, uh, I'd like to, to see you, and he said, can you see me uh, today or tomorrow? And I couldn't go with the following day because I was uh, doing a diaconate ordination, so the only day I could go down to Canberra was that particular day. So I then just um, felt I better cancel uh, the program for the day. I had a full range of activities, so I just canceled all the things and hopped in the car straight away <laughs> and drove down to Canberra wow. and uh, had a meeting with him at two o'clock in the afternoon. So he came in, we sat down, and he said, Last night he said he received a communication from Rome to say that. Uh, Pope Francis has appointed me as uh, the new um, Archbishop of Hobart, mm-hmm. um, and so um, that was uh, a little bit of a surprise to, to, to happen and the, to hear that. And then, and then he uh, he said, you know, you, normally what happens then you, you you respond to the Holy Father by writing a letter to the Holy Father saying that you will accept. Uh, his request that you become uh, Archbishop. Uh, the, the interesting thing, of course, was that uh, I said to him, uh, Your Way, Your Excellency, that uh, I fly out to uh, Brazil on Monday morning. And he said, uh, "He said, well, you better do it straight away. So, <laughs> I, so I literally sat down then and addressed the letter to the Holy Father and basically said I accept his request that I become the new Archbishop. And so that was then sent off uh, that was going to be sent off to to rome and then of course having done that i said well i'll, I'll need to go back now and get myself organized so the, we didn't know at that stage when it was going to be announced because normally it has to go back to rome and then rome makes a decision about when they'll then formally announce it so then I took myself off to um, to North Brazil with a pil- group of pilgrims. <laughs> I'm not sure when it was all going to be announced. And then um, I got a phone call in Brazil from the Apostolic Nuncio saying that it's been decided that it would be announced on, on Friday in Rome. So I then uh, knew that that would be the time when it was going to be announced. So I, I was uh, that was 7 o'clock in the morning, in Brazil <laughs> when it was going to be announced. So I was there. It was a funny kind of situation because I was knowing it was going to happen. I was just sitting in, in, a, in a house <laughs> for days away from everything, and um, then it happened. And then, of course, the email started to run in. So I then spent the next few days uh, answering many emails as people uh, got the message and responded to it. But it was a bit awkward because it meant that I... Um, I was in Australia and and couldn't even communicate directly with the people of Tasmania to let them know my response. What I had done in in the in the the weekend before was I I prepared an open letter to the people the Catholic people of Tasmania in which I um, spoke about my appointment and my uh, interest in coming down and and serving them as Archbishop. So that was then read at all the parishes Mm -hmm. around uh, around Tasmania on, the, on that weekend. So at least the people had a bit of communication with me. But it has been rather strange because then I, when I came back from, um, uh, from the World Youth Day, I, I literally landed here in the afternoon and uh, early next morning I had to head off to, to Samoa because I was giving a retreat to mm-hmm. priests. And, uh, and then I came back from that and I had a conference at which I was speaking, followed by um, three days in Perth. So really almost for a month. I've been uh, away mm. while this this announcement was made, and I needed to start planning to to go down to Hobart. So it's all been a little bit strange, but wonderful at the same time. Yeah that's amazing. So Archbishop Julian, what do you think are the challenges that you will face? You know, What's the, what's the main challenge? Well, um, I'm really really looking forward to going down to to Tasmania. It'll be very different from Sydney. Everybody tells me about the weather, (laughs) warns me to take my long johns and plenty of, plenty of warm clothing. But apart from that, it's a lot smaller, of course, than say an archdiocese like Sydney that I've grown up in. And I've, I've been a priest in the archdiocese of Sydney in in about a week's time uh, or two weeks' time. I would have been a priest for 39 years in the archdiocese of Sydney and been a bishop for 10 years in the Archdiocese of Sydney. So I've had a long association with the Archdiocese. So I think for me personally, one of the challenges will be the change to go down to, um, to Tasmania. I suppose one of the things that I was a little bit concerned about going down there was how the people of Tasmania will, will take this city slicker from Sydney <laughs> uh, coming down into their midst. And, uh, <laughs> but my brother was able to help me uh, greatly because he, he reminded me that on my mother's side, uh, her forebears came to Australia by coming into to Hobart. In fact, oh. my great-great-grandfather landed in Hobart town in 1853 so in fact the family has had a, a link clear link with uh, with Tasmania so I do feel I've got some claim to, I'm uh, not just a blow in from the <laughs> mainland but I, I do have some links with the island so I'm hoping that people will uh, will extend, I'm sure they will extend out a, a hand of welcome and not feel me a total stranger You could say you're returning to your roots I'm returning to my roots, that's right and the and, uh, the other, uh, the, the other, I think, big challenge, though, in Tasmania will, will be, and this is something that many people have mentioned to me, is uh, that um, Tasmania is really struggling with the number of priests that it has at the present moment. It has already gone through a process of reducing the number of parishes, but now it seems that that won't be sufficient to be able to... Um, to uh, to meet the 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 numbers of priests that we have and the, the work that needs to be done. So certainly one of the things I'll be wanting to to work on will be um, priestly vocations of calling young men to to the priestly vocation. But also in the short term, I'll need to, to try to attract some more priests to come to help us until we are in a situation of being able to uh, mm. more effectively meet the needs. Of, of the people through through their parishes. So that's a particular challenge that I face. And, and uh, it'll be interesting for me because it's a, a rural diocese. It's got two big centres at Hobart and Launceston, but a lot of smaller communities. It's a very beautiful place, of course, and, uh, mm. and a lot of smaller towns. So um, I think there will be quite a few challenges, but I'm certainly looking forward to... Um, to coming down and beginning to to contribute as I can to the the church in Tasmania.
0: Well, Your Grace, I guess anyone who knows you knows that you have a great heart for evangelisation, you have a great heart for the youth. There are many things you are passionate about in the church and one wonders how you have time to be passionate about all these things. But what do you think will be your particular emphasis in ministry in Tasmania?
1: Yes, I have been thinking about this and praying about this in the last couple of weeks, particularly when I've had the chance of being away. One sense has been good because I haven't been so much caught up in a lot of practicalities, but been able to reflect and pray about uh, coming going down to Tasmania. And um, there's been a, a line. It's something which I've uh, I've used a, a lot, but it really rests with me very. Clearly, uh, in regard to going to Tasmania, and that is uh, a line used by Pope John Paul II in his document which he wrote at the beginning of the, the, the third millennium. And uh, he spoke about the, ch- the church moving into the new millennium, and um, he urged the church as it did that to start afresh from Christ. Mm. And it's a phrase that has stayed with me uh, for for many years, and. Um, I feel it's a very appropriate phrase for me as I go down to Tasmania. In a way, what I want to say to the people of Tasmania, let's all together uh, start afresh from Christ. Let us firstly go back to centre ourselves more fully and more completely on him. Let us um, more desire to unite our lives with him. And then let us move forward in, in whatever Area of life we're involved with, in, particularly in and through the church, but in terms of our families, in terms of the way that we are participating in society, let us let us take the the impetus of the gospel and the inspiration of Jesus Christ to be the, the, the one that which takes us forward. That's which inspires what we do, and and so in a way, what I'd like to do as I go to um, Tasmania and begin my role as Archbishop is to invite the people of Tasmania to join me in this in this time ahead under that banner if you like through that inspiration of starting afresh from Christ so in relation to that I'm very keen to encourage everyone to to firstly draw closer to Christ firstly come to know him more deeply um, come to be more attentive to his presence and and what he want to say to us and what he want to inspire us in the living of our Christian life, and and then to have that as the impetus to all that takes place from this time forward. So as I I go to Tasmania, I think that's um, very much in my heart um, as uh, the new Archbishop.
0: And, Your Grace, uh, I hear that you're very fond of walking,
1: bushwalking, so I guess there'll be lots of opportunities to, um, well, to check out more of the beautiful landscape town. Yes, most of the times I've been to Tasmania in the past has been in order to do a bushwalk. And uh, I, I love walking there. It's a, it's a beautiful island uh, and some beautiful bushwalks. So um, I'm hoping I'll have the opportunity of um, doing some more bushwalking while I'm down in Tasmania. So that's a, an added bonus <laughs> for me in going down to Tasmania.
0: Well, there are there are many wins, and, and of course it will be sad to see you go, Bishop Juli- Archbishop Julian. But um, this is clearly um, providential from God in many ways, not just for your walking career, but <laughs> obviously for the church and the people in, in the Archbishop- Archdiocese of Hobart. So, God speed, and, and may He always be with you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You've been listening to Q and A with Archbishop Julian Porteous. For more episodes or to submit your questions for The Archbishop, visit cradio.org.au.